The Bible sometimes has some very flowery language to describe certain situations or moments. Today we meet Zacchaeus, and well, everyone knew he was short, but in the Bible he's short in stature. It's a way in which it kind of makes it sound a little bit more profound. It would be like saying instead of, I'm tall, I'm altitudinally enhanced. Or taking those moments in the Bible where it describes someone who is old as simply being advanced in years. But when we meet Zacchaeus today, there's two things that we can really pick up on and notice and see. The first is that he wants to go and see Jesus. There's something in his heart that has happened or taken place that in fact says, I've got to go. The fact that Jesus is passing by, the fact that Jesus is going to be coming through my town and my area, I want to make sure that I see him. That's pretty incredible because after all, he had been living life. He was a tax collector, so that meant he wasn't popular with his friends. It meant that he was seen as being someone who colluded with the enemy, with the Romans, and that he perhaps even skimmed a little off the top. So he was seen not just as being a, a traitor, but he was also seen as being a cheat. And yet there's something about this moment when Jesus comes where he says, things need to be different. Something is happening here, and I don't want to miss it. You can't ever predict or know with absolute certainty what triggers a moment of conversion, what makes that moment of conversion happen for someone that today is different than the days that were before. But Jesus very strongly honors that day. He honors that moment. He says, today salvation has come to this house. Today is a day that we want to mark and a day that we want to celebrate. The Book of Wisdom, our first reading, talks about conversion as being a movement of grace. And the word conversion, it really means a turning of the heart. And so when that turning takes place, for whatever reason, sometimes people say, I just needed a wake-up call, and there it was. Sometimes people say, all of a sudden I got excited about what I heard. Could this be true? I need to check it out. Sometimes the path of conversion is a little bit more subtle in which a little bit at a time we look and we say, what I thought was important or what I thought I was needing to value in life, what life, what the world told me was important, I'm finding isn't as important as I thought it was. And then we start to see then that our lives, that our hearts start to change as we recognize or as we seek to elevate 
what is important. So the first part that is worth noticing is that the desire to see Jesus, to encounter Jesus when he might pass by, that in and of itself, for Zacchaeus and for us, is a moment to celebrate. Not that we've crossed the finish line, not that we've reached perfection, but that all of a sudden a change is starting to happen and we are beginning to experience that gift of grace. The second that is worth noting in the story today, in this encounter with Jesus, is Zacchaeus became very aware of what was limiting him from seeing Jesus. He couldn't see over the shoulders of the people standing in front of him. He couldn't catch a glimpse of Jesus passing by. And as he noticed his own limitation, that obstacle that he was encountering to being able to see Jesus, he did something about it. He climbed a tree so that he would have a glimpse of place to be able to notice and to see when Jesus would pass by. And as Jesus passed by, there was the opportunity, there was the place of encounter that was life-changing for him. So for us, when we consider this moment in time, part of it is about acknowledging the obstacles that we have or that we experience in our own relationship with the Lord. What stops us from being able to see Jesus when he passes by? What part of life do we let get in the way or what ends up being something that obstructs our view or just kind of makes it so that we don't show up when we need to show up? We can oftentimes feel pressures and responsibilities or we make choices based off of what looks like it needs to be, what, what looks like needs to happen in our lives. And yet, when we encounter an obstacle in seeing Jesus, we don't always move to overcome that obstacle. But it's good for us to consider when does Jesus pass by. We know that our God is in all time, in all places, at every moment. But there's particular moments of significance. It might happen for us within our personal prayer that we encounter our walk with the Lord. It might be something in which we encounter the Lord passing by each and every time Mass is celebrated, each and every Sunday, each and every weekend, even during the week, times of prayer. Maybe we notice that things aren't right between us and God and the Lord's mercy, the Lord passes by in the sacrament of reconciliation, or we notice that when we encounter obstacles and difficulties, maybe perhaps when we encounter sickness, the Lord's healing grace and touch comes to us through the sacrament 
of the anointing of the sick. The Lord passes by when he gives us the gift of new life in baptism, when he seals us with his spirit in confirmation. The sacraments are certainly powerful moments of encounter where we want to seek to remove the obstacles that there are within our lives. Even the sacraments that give us the gift of a vocation and a calling, a particular way of living as a witness in the world, whether it's holy orders, the priesthood, or it's the, the sacrament of matrimony, living in married love in, as a witness to God within the world. These moments aren't ones that we should just ignore, but they're moments and places where the Lord chooses and can pass by within our lives if we give him that moment and that time to be able to be there. And we're meant to have the confidence of knowing that if sin is an obstacle between us and God, God is the one who can remove it. Jesus is the one who can remove it. Jesus is the one who says, today salvation has come to this house. If it ends up being a moment in which we find ourselves stumbling in our life of faith or we find ourselves just maybe not being as excited or as engaged in what the Lord might be inviting or doing for us, sometimes just carving out some time finding a few moments to be able to sit with and speak to the Lord and say, here's what's going on. Here's what's in my heart. Here's what's in my life. The Lord doesn't, the Lord doesn't run away. But the Lord chooses to stay in our house, in our hearts. He chooses to stay with us and accompany us in our lives. That gift of grace that we see today is one that is meant to be a strong encouragement. Both when we hear the call to conversion and each of us hears ongoing calls to conversions within our lives, we don't ever get done being transformed by the grace of God this side of heaven. But then we also begin to see and notice some of the obstacles that can get in the way. And we let the Lord lift those away we let the Lord remove those because the proclamation that he makes in the gospel today is the good news coming into our lives. Today, salvation has come to this house, has come to our hearts, to our lives. And from there, grace flows in and through us and into this world that is in such need of God's love. Amen.